0: Hello, greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host Maggie Cavanaugh. Today I have with me a sister in Christ, Rachel. I met Rachel at a conference a while back, and we just kind of meshed. You know, you meet people, you know them by the spirit. I she just had this sense about her. I'm like, I really like her a lot. And since then, uh, I've got to know her music, got to know her heart, and I want you guys to know about her as well. So today I have with me Rachel. Rachel, wait, welcome to the broadcast. I don't want to hear your last. Name is it Baron Tine? Baron you got Barentine. it. Barentine. I, got it right. I got it right the first time. So yep. those. If you're listening to this later on the audio podcast, it's Rachel Barrentine, and for lots of information about her, you can go to her website, which is rachelbarrentine.com. But today we're going to be talking about a plethora of different things. We're going to be talking about uh, hearing from the voice of God. We're going to talk a little bit about Rachel's background, her testimony, uh, some of her music, how the Anchor app happened. A lot of great information. So we'd like for you to share this out with your friends, family, coworkers, anyone that needs a word of encouragement today. So Rachel. You are such an amazing songwriter. I want to start with that because I am a fan, okay? Uh, what drew you? How old were you when you started playing music, worshiping the Lord, Wow. And so forth?
1: Yeah. Okay, so my mom is a piano teacher, so I grew up, I had to like play the notes and learn how to read music. Uh, I say had to because that wasn't my favorite part, but I always loved music. Even when I was like five years old, I'd go plunk out little melodies on the piano and so when I got a little bit older, because I used to like cry at every piano lesson, if I started too early, uh, I started doing piano with my mom and took lessons for years. And then I started leading worship in high school. My youth pastor gave me like an old, I mean, like a really janky guitar that's like 100 years old. And <laughs> like, if you could play this thing, you could play anything. And I uh, started learning guitar with that. Um, but I think my first song I wrote was probably junior high. I just started, uh, just had melodies and words and just a way to express myself. And then in high school, kept writing. And it's just been a journey of more and more writing. Wow. And through the years, I, uh, I've i had some very good mentors that taught me. And then I've studied great songs. And I mean, there's a million great songs, but I think we learn so much when we look at um, somebody that's doing it well, like picking it apart, analyzing it. Um I'm creative, but I'm also a little bit analytical at times too. So, <laughs> so I've just enjoyed the journey of being creative and writing songs. And I I often, what I'm told is that I write songs, I say things that other people don't necessarily say, but they're thinking.
0: <laughs> so that is an accurate statement.
1: Listen it's like, it music. might be, yeah, it might be just a little quirky because it's like, oh, we're all thinking that, but nobody, nobody said it, but you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. Well, one of the first original songs I heard you perform was a song called Shame Off You. Yes. And, you know, we all know the the statement shame on you. Right. And what a horrible statement. Shame on you. You know. Right. And, We've all heard it. Yeah. Yes. And, and so for you to take that. And so tell me what inspired that song, because that song really hit me. We were at the concert; okay. People were at the altar. Powerful yeah. anointing. And you started singing that and I'm going, whoa.
1: <laughs> uh, I have to g- give absolute credit. That was a Christine Kane. Um, I heard a sermon she taught. She was going for it. She was like, I mean, you know how Chris Chris goes. She's like, Christine, I don't know her well. I, I don't know her at all. Uh, but uh, she goes to different people in the audience, shame off you, shame off you. And something in that, man, that just hit. It was ruminating in my mind. And I was up at a, at a women's conference that I was teaching at and there was zero internet, zero connections. So that was one thing that was really great because I couldn't, I couldn't uh, be distracted that night. So I went back to my cabin after our first session and I had some conversation with the gals, you know, at the retreat and they were, they were really struggling with shame. It was like a pervasive thing. And so mm-hmm. I think between Christine Kane's message and the conversations I was having with these ladies I was, I think 11 o'clock at night in this cabin, I was freezing. There was no, (laughs) the heat was not working and there was no internet, but I had my guitar and I think, I think I wrote that thing in about 30 minutes. It just came out. It just flowed out. And I did it the next morning at the retreat. And I said, ladies, I I wrote this last night and I know it's for you today. I think it's going to be for more people, but I just have to release it. And you could hear a pin drop. something was was going on. something was on that song. And I knew because it was so quick and actually it wasn't that much work to write it that the Holy Spirit was just flowing in that moment. You know, some songs you have to fight for, but that one, that one, I just feel like super privileged that I just happened to be holding the pen that night, you know,
0: wow. I love that. I knew there had to be a great story behind that because yeah. it had such a strong, powerful message. but also you could tell. And, you know, I guess being a musician and I'm not a musician, I've my brothers are creative. They got all that good stuff. I got I'm yes. creative in other ways. But yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I used to say, Rachel, I used to say, well, I'm not creative. Oh, that's not true. Yeah. God Really convicted me. And he's like, I am the creator of the universe. You are my daughter. How dare you? You know, I mean, really, right. I mean, who am I to say I'm not creative when I'm a daughter of the king, the creator yes. of the universe? So anyway, I think
1: everybody's creative, don't you?
0: I do. I yeah. agree.
1: We're created I in his image and his yes. image is creative. So the only person that doesn't create is the, is Satan. Yeah. He doesn't create, he just yeah. mimics
0: counterfeits. Yeah. Counterfeits. That's right. Definitely. Definitely. But you know, not having that ability to, and it, I, there's times where I've written poetry and things like that, but song lyrics have always, since I was a little girl resonated with me. I did not grow up in a Christian home and there was a lot in my life, a lot of uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll. I'll just be honest, you yeah. know, it's just that yeah. much. But the lyrics, I, I kid around my, like, matter of fact, we were on a road trip and we were talking about Gilligan's Island. Right. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, we were talking, I started singing the Gilligan's Island song <laughs> Right. I look back at my granddaughter and she's just like looking at me. And I said, I never meant to learn that song. Hmm lyrics get down in you that's why it's so careful what we put in our ear gates and our eye gates and things like that so when i look at your music and the lyrics in it there is purpose and passion and i was i was telling her for the broadcast y'all back in the green room i was telling her her music has it it's joy is what it's infused in but it makes me want to skip it makes me want to just be out in a field of flowers and just you know I love it. I love it. I love it. So I want you guys to make sure that you do check out her music because it's very powerful and you can find it on her website, but you also can purchase it on where I'll tell them all the places they can get your music,
1: all the usual places, Spotify, um, uh, Apple music. I think there's some on iTunes as well. If you, if you're still like a person that you want to download it, purchase it and have it permanently, you know, on your device or whatever. Um, also at my website, I have, I actually have these old relic things. They're called CDs and they're physical CDs and I'm happy to ship, ship those out to you. Uh, but yeah, YouTube is also, and I'm starting to get a little more active on YouTube. I've been a bit of a slacker there, but I'm working on it.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys make sure you go and check out all of her stuff because the music is powerful. It's got a message behind the music. And as you can tell by, um, you know, starting at the age of five playing piano, God has really saturated you. And in your bio, I was looking, I was like, Oh my gosh, she has been like on stage with all these impressive people like, you know, (laughs) Matthew West and jars of clay, mercy me and all this. So how long have you been in the Nashville area? I've been in
1: Nashville. Eight years. Eight years.
0: years. Uh,
1: Most of my um, we did not. And and my husband and I did not we were not released to move here like we were not going to move here of our own accord. Because a lot of people do that, like or even people in the industry or professionals say, hey, when are you moving here? And people move, um, I think, too early or or actually when God's not called them and it's their personal desire, but it's not necessarily God's appointment for you. So we really um, we waited. I was making trips out here regularly, but I was enjoying it. My husband was good with that. I had a publisher out here who had signed me as a songwriter. And so she was setting up co writes for me. And um, she actually ended up um, having cancer and within about nine months passed. And she was one of my besties. You know, she just was a great mentor to me, Cindy. And in that process, that summer, when I could tell like things were not going well with her, the Lord just began to talk to me like, it's time to it's time to go there now. And I thought, wow, i've never I've never had that feeling like I should move to Nashville, but we couldn't shake it. I couldn't shake it. And I had actually asked God and tried to confirm with him so many times that, I mean, this is how God and I talk. He's very real with me. I'm a little sarcastic, so God's voice is a little sarcastic with me, but it's always kind. he He said to me, you know, just in my spirit, if you ask me one more time, you're you're being disobedient. That's what he said, because you're, you're trying to overconfirm and make sure that, you know, you're not making a mistake. You've heard my voice. I've said what to do. Go. And so we finally uh, we finally made the move. And it was, it's been eight years. We weren't we weren't moving to, like, come here and get famous or get a record deal. Or it was right. like if any of that stuff happened. OK, great. But all I knew was we were supposed to move. I had no other step after that and no other instructions. And the Lord was like, that's going to be enough for you. Just get moved. I'm like, okay. And so it's been a journey. We have this great community now. Um, My husband's coming alive in the spirit and with the Lord, with our church, Hope UC Nashville. And he's got good godly friends that pursue the Lord. And and he's had some of that before, but these guys really lock arms. And so it's changing. It's moving the needle in our life. It's moving the needle in our marriage. Um, There's something about, you know, that togetherness of like when you're running toward the Lord together and Mm -hmm. uh, I I can say we haven't always done that like I feel like well I'll just go there for a minute when we first met I was sort of in a lull in my faith and my husband was um, kind of pursuing really pursuing the Lord he would sit outside and like um, be doing Bible study for a couple hours while I was working finishing my shift at Starbucks. And so I thought, OK, and I knew he wasn't as um, he hadn't been in the Lord or in the word as long as me. I had been really a person that was studying the, the word of God. Um, but I felt like, you know, he's growing and he's hungry. So like this, this is OK. Uh, but in that in our in our marriage, it's kind of ebbed and flowed. And, and there was a point maybe about five years in where I just took off. I just felt like the spirit was like, come after me. If you chase me, I'll take care of your man. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a little nervous about that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where that is in the word, but that's what I heard. And I just felt like I'm not I'm not ditching or anything. I'm just pursuing the Lord and I'm going to trust that God will take care of him. So in this process, um, he's really come back to life with the Lord and um, really pursuing. And we're, we're a lot more, you know, pulling together now, which is mm-hmm. great.
0: Wow, that is a powerful testimony of the goodness of God. And I love the fact that you were so transparent about that, because in Christianity, Christendom, you know, <laughs> whatever, um, people tend to be like, oh, yes, I yes, I've been I've been a Christian all my life. And I've always been on fire for God or whatever. And there's that facade out there so that when people have that time where we get dry and we've all been there where we've yeah. had a season, we're like, God, where are you? What is going on here? And in a certain it's so refreshing to hear someone openly talk about that and talk about the relationship. I have a similar story with my husband where he was Catholic when we got together, we were junior high sweethearts. And I, I was meeting having coffee with him because I thought he needed good biblical counsel. You know, (laughs) he had jacked up theology and he needed help. (laughs) So, But, you know, we ended up falling in love and, and that there's a long story and all that, that I'll share another time. But, The reality is this guy knows exactly what we need, because here I am when we got married. We've been married for eight years. And literally at the time, I thought, can he cover me spiritually? Because I've been walking with the Lord a long time. And, you know, he had given his life to the Lord. I sent him off to a men's retreat and all that. He got got read. It's like, go get delivered. no. Yeah, go get saved, filled all the things. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and he has turned out to be such a man after God's own heart. And he Mm -hmm. spends more time in the word than I do, which is, you know, I'm ashamed to say that that, you know, I'm it's not that I don't spend time in the word. It's important. And I love the Lord and so forth. But I see him dig deep. Yeah. And that is when we see our men dig deep. I don't know so ladies. It's out there. <laughs> Let's be real. We have hands in the words like, dang, yeah, you know. oh it's good. yeah, he's more sexier than he is with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs>
1: right. That's it. Hey guys, that's a note to note to yourself, you know, like uh chase after, chase after the Lord. That's very attractive to a woman who's pursuing God, like,
0: yeah. It is, it is. Uh, Rachel, let's just for a moment camp out here because we didn't have the agenda here, but there's probably some women watching that maybe their husband is either, maybe they got married before they got saved or, you know, or they've married someone not as strong spiritually. What are some of the things that we as women can do as we're praying for our spouse and uh, what can, what is, what is, just give them some good godly counsel on that. Yeah.
1: Well, gosh, I'm definitely still learning this and I'm I'm unlearning. Like most of the time I have to learn to just be quiet because I say too much. I'll I'll actually get in the way. Like the Holy spirit is dealing with my husband on something. And here I am standing in the middle and the Holy spirit's like, would you get out, get out of the way so I can deal. Right. Um, So sometimes it's me like closing my mouth because the Holy spirit's already at work in him and I'll actually get in the way. Other times, you have to speak up. Like you have to be truthful. Like Danny Silk calls it truthing. And uh, denial is actually a form of deceit. It's actually a form yeah. of lying. You're lying to yourself, you're lying to your spouse or whoever. And so you have to be um you have to have those hard conversations. But you can still be kind while you're having a hard conversation. It actually brings you together rather than, um, you know, further apart. And hopefully, if it's covered in prayer, if you're uh, you know, just really asking the, the the spirit of God to cover, you know, you know, maybe you're planning that hard conversation or you're planning to confront something that's hard or that's hurting you, um, just asking the Holy Spirit to cover it. Like, Lord, give me the words, give me the right timing, like help me not sound like a jerk. Like, I mean, you can you can say any of those things. Um, but I think also. Uh, you've got to run. Mm, this is key. This is so good. <laughs> I just, it's a spirit thought. That's why I just said it's so good. Not because it's me. Uh, you've got to run your, and I'm, oh, I'm struggling with this right now. I'm learning it and I'm doing it. So this is why I can say this. You've got to run your mouth in the direction of God. You cannot run your mouth the opposite direction and expect to get godly results. If your mouth is running away, meaning you're like speaking bitterness, you're speaking resentment. <laughs> you're annoyed, you're complaining, you're whining, you're nagging, you will not get the results that God wants. You have to be in God's process. It's not God's ways for you to be releasing garbage. So I have had to just begin to thank God in advance for the things that he is going to do in my husband. I've had to start lining up because my words were just like, oh, like put that down the disposal. That is junk, you know, line it
0: up, baby, line it up. Man, that is a word right there. That's a word right there. I don't know who that was for. I, actually, I know it's probably for me. I but, know it's for me too. I'm, I'm like, right. I'm
1: preaching myself right. right there. Like, uh, cause yeah, even this week, like a couple days ago, no, last night, let's be real. It was last night. I was I was running my mouth in the wrong direction about something. And the Lord's like, what do you want to do here? Do you want my way or do you want your way? Cause you can keep talking. It's up to you. I don't force you to do stuff. I invite you in to be, to partner with me. And I thought, okay, I'm sorry. So um, man, I'll tell you, this this has been something breakthrough for me in the last two weeks has been the Holy spirit said to me, I want you to pray for, and ask me for a pure heart every single morning. Start there. Ask me for your pure heart. It'll ward off resentment. It'll ward off bitterness. It'll ward off offense. Mm -hmm. And he goes, your deepest desire is to see me. And if you want to see me, Purity of heart is the key because he says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. That's the promise. So if we do our part of it in saying pursuing purity, purity Mm -hmm. of thought, purity of heart, we don't always know what's in there, right? We go, Lord, give me a pure heart. And that's what I did last night after the, after I released some of the garbage out of my mouth. I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad that's over with. I just said, Lord, I'm sorry. Would you just um, give me a pure heart? I want to go to sleep with a pure heart. I want to wake up with a pure heart and I want to go through my day. And in the moments when I mess up, I'm just going to keep coming back and asking you for a pure heart because I want to see clearly. I want to see, I want to see the Lord at work in the people around me. I want to see the Lord at work in, uh, in everyday life. I want to see the Lord do something cool at Starbucks when I'm ordering a drink or whatever it is. And so if you want to see him clearly, if you want your vision to get upgraded, you've got to upgrade your purity. Wow. So that also means I'm going on here, but that also means going. <laughs> what kind of purity are we? Wa- what am I watching? What am I listening to? What am I reading? Yeah. Um, that stuff affects you. And actually, the I feel like the more I run with the Lord, the more the closer I get to Him, the more the less things I can watch. It's so yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't offend me 10 minutes in anymore, it offends me 10 seconds in. And exactly. I have that red flag, and it's like, the Lord's like, it's your choice. What do you want to do? Do you want to like pervert your mind and your spirit or, and feel like you need to take a spiritual shower afterward, or do you want to just pursue purity so that you can see me? And I'm like, okay, so we're down to like rated G and you know, I'm like TV five-year-old. I'm like, I can watch that safely, mostly, you know, but that purity that has been such a sweet prayer for me. That's been such a great win for me in the last couple of weeks over offense and over things that are just getting they feel kind of you know, you want to complain about a little bit, the Lord's like, just ask me for a pure heart. It'll change everything.
0: It will change everything because, you know, so many people uh, misunderstand the heart condition and they'll make statements like, oh, just follow your heart, you know, but the Bible says that the heart can be corrupt and wicked and all that stuff. And you're like, and you see the world talking about this and you're going, uh, hold up there, you know, do right. so you really know what's in the heart? And uh, and the Bible says, the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whenever we're talking to people and the is coming out, we're going to have to say, okay, take a look at this. So I don't know who this is all for. I know it's for me for sure, but I just really felt led. And so if you're watching this live, I want you to go back and, and watch it on the replay. I want you to hit hashtag replay whatever, drop the mic because Rachel's just giving us some tr- Bombs, and I want you to consider that. And and Rachel, you need to write a song about that. You can't. What is it? The follow, follow the mouth, follow God's words, or yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, uh, your your mouth has to run towards God.
0: Your mouth has to run uh, towards something. God. Like that. I probably
1: will be a song at some point. Yeah,
0: that is a song, and she's yeah. got all these great songs. Has got all these nuggets of truth, yeah. uh, just like whoa. Whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Didn't mean to keep camped out there because I want to talk about some other amazing things. Yeah, I, want no. about, I want to talk about Anchor House TV. Okay. I want to know how it all came about. I found out about it and I was like going through it going, oh my goodness. So listen, whatever device you're on, whether you're on Apple or Google or whatever else is out there, I only really know about Apple, but go and download this app. Okay, this is a free app that is full of so much stuff. I mean, just really so much stuff. So how did that all come about? Man, that this this app
1: is a was a covid pivot. Um, (laughs) I had actually launched a a women's conference with two other ladies. Great gals. We were so excited. We started January of 2020. (laughs) Okay, think about the timing of that. None of us had any idea what was coming. We had booked um, booked conferences. We were starting to you know, book flights, get things going. We had our website and marketing up, and, and then COVID hit, and it just felt like one by one, things were just getting canceled. Life was shutting down, as we know, and none of us knew how long it was going to be, but something, I don't know, and I know even like prophetic people were saying different things like this is going to be short, all of that. That's fine. I always, you know, take people, listen, and, and then sometimes react. Sometimes we get it wrong. I get it wrong too. Right. Um, but I just uh sensed in my spirit like the Lord's like, this is going to be a little longer than people think. And you can still do ministry if you move it into a digital realm. And then and actually at the time I was pretty, I was still dealing with Lyme disease and some sickness stuff. Maybe it wasn't Lyme, it was probably post Lyme, <clears throat> but Dealing with a lot of fatigue, so traveling, booking tickets, airlines, all that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, carrying a guitar on my back for hours at a time to get through airports and and to go places. It just was all. I would come home exhausted, and most people would recover maybe a day. It would take me like a week, and then, you know. And I love travel. I do. I do like it. But something in that in that year, I really felt like the Lord was telling me to be home more too. Like He's like, you're gonna need to be. You're gonna enter a season where you want to be. I'm changing your heart. And I really wanted to be home. My parents had just moved across the country into my area. And so I was spending time with my mom and dad never lived actually in the same town with them uh, until now as an adult. I mean, obviously as a kid, but um, they had, they had moved from California out to Tennessee to be with us. And, and then, you know, the world was shutting down. And so anyway, all that, um, I started making these like little videos, these little video vignettes and putting them out on Facebook and people were really enjoy them. And I, I was like, I I didn't know I could do that. Like I didn't know it was like a little creative thing that I would just put like little nuggets or snippets put to with some video and little montage things. And I had fun doing it, but I didn't realize that it was a thing. Like you could you could do this. So it kind of started with that. And I thought, well, what else? And I had done a couple of meditations, like 10-minute scripture meditations. That I actually made for myself the very first one I ever made was meditations for peace because I was anxious and every morning I walked my dog for 20 minutes and I thought lord I am ruminating again my thoughts and my words are going the wrong direction so I'd put this meditation for peace and I would just loop it I mean it was just an audio file on my phone and the lord's like no other people would benefit from this like well that's a good point but I mean I don't I don't I didn't know like oh, well, people want to like hear me talk. I mean, I'm not like addicted to my own voice, but for me, it was helpful. I heard my own voice speaking scripture over my own soul, if that makes sense. And so day after day, I'm walking my dog, listening to this piece. And I could tell within two weeks of meditating on this, that my anxiety level was just coming down. And so the Lord's like, you have that one. What if you did more? What if you did some other ones? And what if you put video to it? And what if you put, you know, so it kind of grew into this thing. And then at one point, I just felt like the Lord said, Whatever you want to do creatively, like you have the outlet, you have the freedom. I give you the green light to chase anything creative that is kingdom. And so uh I met some friends that do poetry. I'm like, how many times do we ever get to benefit from a poet? Like, never. Right. Right. Someone writes it. Maybe you get a post on Facebook. You hardly ever see it never gets any traction or it. And it should. It's too bad because there's so much great stuff. God God is doing something in creativity right now. And it it's so kingdom. And I just feel like it's all sitting on the shelves. And the Lord's like, go get stuff off the shelves. So I had friends that write poetry. I said, send me an, a narration and I'm going to put music and video to it. And we'll have these like little one to two minute poems that can actually they have this redeeming thread that goes through them. And so one by one, we just kind of created more things. And I thought um, everybody was kind of doing the TV thing at that point. It was like live church TV, like whatever. And I thought, well, it's something it's really going to be video based. So that kind of makes sense. It's not TV. Like it's on, you know, you're not going to turn to channel 38 and see my, my app. But the other thing that really struck me was that there's, there's just been, this is ironic because i think this is going out to facebook but there's just been some like censoring it seems like it's hard to get fake content out yeah. and i just felt like the lord was like just create your own space you know and i had no idea how to do it like i the lord's like build an app i'm like what how? <laughs> i play the guitar okay i play guitar i write songs i do not write code like this is not but i didn't have to i found a company that is Literally their whole goal and vision is digital discipleship. And I thought that is exactly what I'm trying to do. Like, just, I just want to like help people get closer to Jesus and do it through all kinds of creative media. And so when I met that company, it was like, just fit like a glove. It was, it was the perfect um, fit in that process. We had to go nonprofit in order to be a part of it, which that was like paperwork. And again, stuff way, above my pay, like, I don't know how to do this stuff. Like what in the world? and little <laughs> just like one by one little things like filed the paperwork got it going got the app up got the app up quickly it was bizarre once i got with the right company and and then it's just it's just growing and i feel like we're still in like the infant stage with it but the lord is like do not despise small beginnings right and do not abort like do not abort before this thing comes to full term because when it comes to full term it's going to be a beautiful baby like more people are going to be blessed. And so we're just faithful. I, I'm just trying to be faithful with it. Like we we do new releases every Friday and it's at least one thing. I mean, it might, sometimes it's two or three,
0: but we try to do. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you got it. I'm bringing it up here because I want you guys to download it. Yeah. So, so walk through this. Tell us about it. The, sure. the new release on Friday. Oops, hold on. Make yeah, sure that's, that's not probably working. the one that's probably the tab that
1: people go to most because that's if, you, if you've been through the whole app. I mean, there's still there's still quite a bit of content. So it would take you hours now to get through the whole app. At the beginning, we didn't have that much content. So it was like, you know, making sure we get through. Um, but if you hit that home button, it's, it says HTV. Um, oh, I'm offline because I have. Is that right? That's weird. That's so funny. My app is not actually loading. It always loads. But um each block is a is a channel. So there's a meditations channel. It's all scripture.
0: So word wash is another one we're yep. talking about, right? That has yep. the piece.
1: Yeah, those are they're longer and they're more spread out so that you can actually take a deep breath between each scripture. That's kind of how it's planned. The I word washes that. are a little faster. They're like f- five minutes and they're a topic and they're they're pure scripture also. That's um so awesome. the spiritual nuggets are usually uh, me bantering for about two to three minutes on some kind of spiritual nugget, you know, like we just talked about. Uh, running your voice the right direction that kind of a thing holy guacamole is if you need a laugh I need to get some more into that into that category but um, uh, if you want to see me act like a goofball that's where you'll go it still has something there's always a point but you'll laugh while you're getting the point we're so excited we have the um, the chosen has uh, enabled us to uh, put their first season into our app so if you don't know where to get the chosen you can get get my app and pop right in there and watch the episodes. It's great. Um, I've actually rewatched it, uh, from my app and, uh, there's music videos, there's teachings, there's longer teachings. So there's like 10 to 15 or 30 minute teachings. And then, um, one other thing I'm really excited about, we just launched like two weeks ago is something called messages we love and it's under the teaching channel. Okay. And, uh, basically this app is a lot of me. And I was like, okay, Lord, this is okay to start, but I really feel like it's an app that needs to have a lot of voices and, and a lot of people that, you know, love the Lord. And there's so much great content out there. So it's a it's basically curated messages that um I, I have been touched by or things that have really moved the needle in my life, or they just grow your faith. You hear it and you're like, whoa, that was so good. And under that messages we love, it's there. There's stuff by Bill Johnson, there's stuff by uh, Revival Radio TV, which I don't know a lot of people haven't heard of, but yeah, it's a fantastic uh, video podcast on YouTube. And there's great episodes. You can learn about healing. You can learn about revivals. Um, so we're adding new messages in there every week from that. Love this. And there's no um, there's no commercials or ads except for the the channels that happen to be YouTube playlists, uh, yeah. which I can't control that. Right. So that's that's up. Right. To, we're not having to pay to get that content in, we just embed it into the app. So that's easy access for you. It's one click and you're in and, uh, then you can watch it, but it also allows everybody to keep their following and keep people going back to their website so that we're not, you know, we're not into stealing content at all. Like we just want to honor God in every way. So that's, uh, you've, you've got a message on there. Uh, Maggie's got a, a great message on there about forgiveness. That was the so one where, yeah. I first, yeah, where I first met you and I was like, can I put that in my app? That's amazing. Like so great. And the cool part is like, I can put your links underneath so that more people that don't know you can get connected to you. They click on your link tree and then they follow you and buy your books and all the, you know, all the things that you're doing or get connected to this podcast. And so it's kind of the sky's the limit There's you can read, watch, listen, um, create, you can even take notes on it, which is cool.
0: Yes. 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 So fast. cool. It's yeah. every, to be honest, I mean, I I like apps that walk me through and are simple. And this is so simple. I mean, you literally you could get up, have some music videos, do a little worship time, go over and check out some of the devotional materials or teachings and so forth. Maybe get you a good laugh because laughter is a good medicine. I love right. So, and just the name of that is fun, but then also there's a place here, notes and pearls to read, which are two to five. And let me just put this up here. This right here it says, and I you might not be able to see it says restoration retreats news. Am I right? Maybe or maybe not. I mean this this is good stuff. Okay, good stuff. You mm-hmm. need to go check it out. I encourage you. And if you have any problem finding it, you can reach out to me or Rachel, either one. But mm-hmm. it is Anchor House and is A- A-H-T-V, looks like this, okay? Yep. yep. And yeah. download it it looks
1: it. like. Uh, there we go. Yes. Yeah, Anchor House TV is our, is our website, but then the app, and we've got both. I know this is way too to do it, QR code, but if I do it right, let's see if I you get Hold
0: Google. It right Y'all grab your phone, ready? Bam.
1: <laughs> yeah. You got the Google. And and so it's good on both, both sets of the phone. And to my knowledge, it's, it looks pretty similar, whether you're on an Apple or a Google device. And, um, uh, it's just been a fun world. Like it's not what I would have expected, but it's allowed me to be home. Um, and it's allowed me to, uh, be more involved with, uh, my family and church and less, you know, that. less tax on my body traveling around as much. And so, yeah,
0: right. Travel is hard. And I I know we've went way over, but I just, I enjoy talking to you so much because I want to really uh, inquire for those that are out there hurting. Before the broadcast, we were talking about chronic health conditions, healings, things like that. She mentioned that, you know, she has had Lyme's, uh, dealt with chronic stuff. Can you share just a moment with someone out there that might be going through something and they feel like this is it? Yeah, Yeah. this is I just, it's too much to handle. You know, we know that the Lord does not put us under more than what we can bear, but sometimes it sure feels like it. So just go ahead and minister for a moment on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, We actually do get more than we can bear, but we don't get more than we can bear if we do life with him. Right. Yeah. I can do all things. If we stop right there, we're dead in the water. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And so, um, I would say just stay, if you are in, I, I call it like a full circle. If you are halfway around the circle and you feel like giving up, you will go off in a direction that is totally opposite of where it will give you any life. There will be no life, but if you will stay in full circle, even if you're angry or you're frustrated with God, or you're trying to deal with disappointment or depression, if you'll stay full circle with him, he'll get you back to himself and you'll stay You'll stay going to that place where you're in closeness with him. So don't, don't tap out before the end. And the second thing, I'm really big on this. I know this offends people sometimes, but God is a healer. He hasn't changed his mind about it. You cannot find anywhere. Look it up in the gospels. You cannot find anywhere where Jesus turned somebody down that wanted to be healed. He is a healer by nature. And I believe he wants to heal everything. Um, do we always get the answer that we want? No, no. I, I, you know, we have, sometimes there's that agony of defeat, but the faith part is that I keep showing up. I keep asking, I keep seeking, I keep knocking and I keep, I keep believing that God is going to heal. And that for me has been my journey. My sickness came on in layers. It became my identity for a while. I really felt like I was a walking diagnosis code. That was my life. Like it became I actually got over attached to it. It's very hard to get on. It's very hard to get healed when your identity is sickness. because You're still in some way getting significance or some sort of value from it. It's good. It's like, oh, this makes me feel. And we don't we don't think about that. We're like, no, no, you can't get value from sickness. No, you can. You get attention. You can get you can go into these unhealthy places. So I needed the Lord um, for me to to renew my mind and to straighten things out and say, actually, this sickness is oppression from the devil. It's not from God. And you are, you are fierce and you are a lion and through the spirit, you you can break this off of yourself and you can get prayer. And every time you press in, you're activating your faith. And that pleases me, that pleases God. So um, if you're in a place, don't stop seeking, keep getting prayer. Know that God wants to heal you. He's not just able, he's willing. He's able and he's willing. And in the places where your theology, where the promises of God are up here and your reality is down here, the temptation, I just said this to our young adults this last week, the temptation is always to fill the gap with something, some kind of man made theology to make up the difference. Don't do that. And then the other temptation, and we do this all the time. In fact, the church is like professionals at this. We take the theology or the promises of God, the word, what he says, and we reduce it down to our reality and we minimize the greatness and the power and the provision of God and I think a lot of times why we miss healing is because we've reduced him so instead if you're sick and you're pressing in and and God says I want to heal you I'm a healer I'm Jehovah Rapha I have not changed my name I'm the same yesterday today and forever the temptation is to fill just live in the mystery live in the, like embrace it, just go, okay, I don't understand this. I don't know why this is not broken through yet. I don't know why I'm still sick, but you stand up place. Go, I, but I know this, I know God wants me. Well, I know I want to be well. I'm not a disease. I'm not cursed. He broke the curse. He took it on his body in Mm -hmm. his body and he bore it on my behalf. He understands. He knows exactly what Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, migraines, chronic fatigue, you, the, the, the inability to eat because your stomach is so messed. He knows what all of it is. He's experienced every bit of your pain. And so if you can, if you can stay in faith and let him raise up your theology, raise up your experience to meet what the word says, you're gonna get your breakthrough. Man. You're gonna get it. And we'll stand with you in it.
0: You Drop know? the light. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. That's another point. Okay. See yes. what I have Rachel on here. I've really been looking forward to this because I knew that she was going to bring so many nuggets of truth. Yeah.
1: The I learned that is- from Bill Johnson. I got to tell you, he so, he's really taught, taught me that. I, that wasn't an original thought, but when he said it was so, I mean, he probably said it way more elegant than that, but just don't reduce, let, let him yes. raise up your experience to what the word says, rather than minimum, like trying to reduce the word of God, like let the word stand and then let him. But we do that.
0: We make excuses. We bring Indeed. God down on our level and he is holy and he is not, he is not on our, we are to allow our faith to rise, yeah, not to reduce. And yeah. so anything that's taking away generally, unless it's, you know, your, your grief, your pain, your bitterness, your resentment, your unforgiveness, all that stuff he wants to take away. Right. But he doesn't want to take away your, your hope, your faith. Right. The things that should be growing and building. And, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So the more that we hear the word, the more that we get into the word, the more that we listen to the spirit, the stronger we get. Yeah. I mean, I have literally been in situations where, you know, and, and some of you may or may not know I've dealt with chronic health issues in the past and, you know, Rachel, I've been in situations where I literally have had to tell my body, okay, you're going to line up with the work of the cross yeah. because you are not experiencing what God says you should be experiencing. And so we're not, you know, we're not trying to, you know, you out, I, you know, she gave a disclaimer that some people get offended by that, but listen we need to trust God more than our feelings because our feelings lie to us. Okay. And I'm not minimizing your pain and I'm not minimizing. Absolutely. No, I never,
1: ever want to. Yeah. I'm real careful too. When I pray for people to like, make sure like this is no shame and there's no, there's no pressure. You don't have to try to earn this. That's right. Or if, if I don't, you know, we, we tend to think, well, it's either God's fault or it's my fault. And I'm saying, just call it mystery for the moment while you're in it and stay in it's faith good. because, you know, I, I think oftentimes we actually, um, subscribe the very thing that's come against us to attack our health or whatever. We actually blame that on God mm-hmm. and we're, we're duped because Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil yes, to come and save all the, all those who were oppressed. It says in Isaiah, like to set the captive free and those who are oppressed. And so the, the reality is, is uh, most of that stuff is stuff coming at us, but it's not coming from God. God's right. for you. God is for right. you. And what parent would purposefully put their kid's hand on a stove to burn it just to teach them a lesson? I don't right. know any parents. In fact, if, the, if a parent so did that, up. they'd get their kid taken from their house. That's abuse. That's right. Why do we think God is abusive? No, at all. Now, listen, if you put your hand in the fire, you might get a little burn and you're going to learn your lesson. But that doesn't mean God wanted you, God put you there. The word says that it is the kindness of God that leads to repentance. Yes. It is not the brutality. It is not the sadisticness. It is not the meanness of God. It is not the punitive nature. It's, it, we have this so messed up. I'm telling you, God is more, mo better than you think he is. <laughs> he is so good oh, and he's so kind. And so whenever you're tempted to think this is God doing that, or people would say, God, why are you doing this to me? I'm like, man, he's not doing it to you. He's fighting with you and for you. The enemy's doing it to you, but that's why you got to stand with God and say, greater is the one who is in me and he who's in the world. So the devil can just go, you know,
0: right. Whatever yeah. he needs to do. <laughs> You know, in in John 10, 10, it says the thief cometh, but the kill still destroy. And Jesus came to give us life and life more abundant. But yet when things go wrong, God gets a bad rap. We want to blame everything on God, you know? Uh, And so my goodness, man, I'll tell you, Rachel, you and I, we could go on well, I know. I know. We got to We can't go for three hours now, can we? But, I know. I know. I know. Well. I, know. I was like, oh, I was we like, could, though. So, so, <laughs> so good. Know. But listen, you guys, I absolutely adore this woman. Her and I connected at a conference and we're. I was just like, I'm my sister. I love her. Um, check out her music because it will minister to you on a level that you didn't know need ministering to. Mm-hmm. I believe that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And uh, I just want to say something about your meditations, because your meditations are powerful and you had mentioned the one on peace. And this is a chronic thing. We've got massive people walking around with anxiety out there. You need to listen to this because what she's talking about are and, and, and even, you know, after you listen to hers, go record your own little scripture thing, because when you're hearing Okay, um, I love Dr. Caroline Leaf. You know Dr. Yeah, Caroline I Leaf; do, she's yeah. great. And she's you know, great. we when we're hearing things, it's recreating the 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 pathways in our brain, and so we are able to get it down in there where so many we think not true not pure and all of that so we need to think on these things so listen to these these meditations allow it to go in and wash out all of that junk all of the fear all of the anxiety all the things that are holding you back because as you do that you will start to feel more and more liberated and so give god room to move in your life yes that's the message today give god room to Huge. move in your life in your marriage in your health, in your finances, with your kids, you know, whatever it is you're going through, everybody's got some sort of battle, but there's nothing too big for God. And we tend to shut down when that happens. And we need to run to him, not from him, because he wants to heal you and restore you and minister to you. And you can get that by spending time in his word, but also checking out the resources of the people that I bring on the show. For a reason. These are people that I trust. And Rachel is, you go to her website, you can check it out. Go to Anchor House TV, take a look at that, but go download it on your app. But go to her website because on her website, you will find her music, you will find her books. Oh, we didn't even talk about your writings. So, real quick, share a little bit about your your book. Yeah, I have a couple of them here. I have that.
1: discovered that um, my book thing is like the Lord's like your books are tiny and mighty, like stop trying to write big books. Nobody cares if it's 60,000 words. So it's like the, listen, I mean, there this it is. is like the thinnest book ever, but this is my, this is my favorite one. Actually. It says, what does God sound like? Cause this was a, this was a question I was getting a lot when I was traveling. It was like, how do I hear from God? And how do I tell, like, I can't tell the difference between my own voice and God's voice. And, and I thought, well, God's, he has kind of a sound. like it'll come through your personality and the way that you think and hear. but so this is just a little and and um, I'm getting a little bit older. I have to wear glasses now. Uh, but the, the writing is in like 12 or 13 font. You can actually read it. So it's not tiny writing, but it, it'll fit in your purse. It's a great little um, it's 40 nuggets, um, 40 pearls. Uh, about hearing God's voice and just, it just talks about the nature of his voice and how to hear him and what he sounds like. And then the other one, this is the first small book I ever did. I think I wrote this in like three weeks. It's mostly scripture. So it's really, really good. It's at least 50% totally God. So um, that means the, you know, the book is not terrible, not terrible. Um, <clears throat> it's uh 50 pearls to deepen your faith. And it kind of has uh, different pr- um, promises. So like it's got a scripture And then there's a prayer that's written out that actually prays prays the word. Because I've heard this often that people say you need to pray the word back to the Lord, not to remind him, but to remind you. It gets your your heart and mind aligned with him. But uh, sometimes it's like, well, how do I do that? And sometimes it's better caught than taught. And so I actually put 50 different prayers in here that take the scriptures and pray them out for you. And you can say them out loud. And I think there's some, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just based on that. It's got, I know you can't really see that super well, but it's got a promise, uh, which is the scripture and then a prayer down there and that's it. It's got 50 of those, little book, um, great little power, power source would be a good stocking stuffer if you need something yes. for Christmas. Yeah.
0: Yes. What about Finally Home, the devotional?
1: Oh yeah. Um, that was the very first book I did. I feel like I was, I was sort of, I was blogging once a week Uh, during that time and the lord said you know you should write a book i'm like i don't write books i write songs and blogs and he said well you know these these blogs could just be chapters in a book you just put them on paper and then it's a book and i rolled my eyes as i do and so um i was working on an album um a 15 song album which if you're a musician i don't recommend that it's too many babies it's like having 15 puppies uh it's too much in the litter you know so, But I was working on this. I was sick with Lyme. I was losing my voice every day trying to record this album. But what I ended up doing was doing a um, a chapter, a little blog post that gave you the story behind the song and um, a spiritual truth that the song was based on. So it kind of packs out the, the scripture, the nugget, all that. And so there's 15 devotionals, basically, that go with the album. So 15 songs and 15 devotionals. And that was my, my very first book. And my mom helped me edit it and try to get as many typos out as we could. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just do stuff. i like, I jump off a cliff and I grow my wings on the way. I don't know. That's how I've always done it. <laughs> that's,
0: so that's so good. I, okay. So, and then bold. Bold.
1: Yeah. Um, that's the one I'm actually the most unbold about. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that was my big, my big book that like was the right amount, like 60,000 words. And, um, but it's, it's, it's strong. I need to revise it a little bit, but it's uh, Seven Keys to Get Your Brave On. And it talks about bold prayers, bold resolutions, bold words, bold identity, bold faith. And there's lots of examples in there, including examples of like how I didn't, how I wasn't bold at all, like <laughs> how I blew it. So there's kind of um, some things like, woo, yay, I, I, I did it. I won in this area and I did something really bold. And there's other examples of like, God told me to do that. I heard him clearly and I did not do it, you know? And I think we learn from both our good things and our mistakes. And so that's fun. It's got a little bit of my humor in it and it's, it's broken down also into daily things, but it's a longer read. It's each day has got a, a pretty hefty, um, not hefty, like just weighty material. And so if you want to dive deep and really go, go deep on that, that's the book for you for
0: that love it. I love it. And you can get all of these books on her website as well as digital downloads for her music. You can get the, the, like the CD of her music. If you like that, yeah. I kind of like my CD. So, um, Sometimes just- I do too.
1: I like to read the little I liner do- notes and see what's, you know,
0: yeah. smell the paper.
1: Oh, that's so weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to date yeah. myself here and say they're a whole lot better than my eight tracks were. <laughs>
1: Right. Well, and I grew up in the tapes where all your tapes melted in the car. If it was over 90 degrees and you're like, well, there it goes. Michael W. Smith. Right. It's all warbly now. You know,
0: um,
1: I was going to say, too, on the on the Anchor House app, I have I, almost all of my music is on the app as well. And you just click on music. And so it's an easy way to to just listen through the songs. And and yeah, on my cool. new album, that's not even out yet, but it's on the app. It's like secret Uh, it called center. I actually did a devotional series of teaching series through it. So there's nine songs and there's nine um, teachings on that. So if you want to, and there's like PDFs and questions you can do, so you could do it with a group. If you wanted to do that, if you're like a music person and that's how you engage with the Lord, man, go for that, that center series, um, because you can listen to the song and then you watch the video and then there's like a devotional and questions for you to have in a small group time.
0: I love that. I love that. I love the name Center. It just just makes you want to. Yeah. Rachel, this is all such good stuff. So listen, if you're looking for a musician, a a speaker, a a great app, an amazing app that's got everything that you need, I encourage you to check this stuff out. Okay. So it's been such a great time hanging out with you. If you could leave the audience with a key, and I've already pulled out keys on marriage, keys (laughs) on healing, keys on creativity and all that. But if you could leave us with a key, what would that key be?
1: just lean into Jesus, lean in. When you feel like turning away, turn toward, just keep leaning. Don't stop. He'll meet you. He says, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. That's a promise. You can take that one all the way to the bank. Never stop growing. If you stay in that place of just growing, um, he'll meet you. He'll meet you. So, and there's nothing, the, the joy is in the closeness. It's in the proximity to God. So the closer you get, the more joy you get.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Rachel, I want to thank you for taking time to hang out with me today. I can't look, I'm looking forward to when we get together and have coffee and chat and so forth. So I want to thank you for all you do for the kingdom. Uh, anchor app, anchor app TV is a tool. It is a resource. It is something that um, many people need. And we do in, in various platforms. We are limited what we can say, what we can do, and so forth. And this is a safe place for you to send those that you disciple and those that need disciple. We all need people pouring into us. And this is safe stuff, y'all. So make sure you check that out. Rachel, thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for having me. What a joy. It was such a treat to be with you today. Thank you for having me. I love
0: spending time with you, sister. This has been great. We'll see you guys here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless.